Are you looking to make some change this year in your business and maybe your life? If you are, then maybe we should have a chat. You can head on over to speaktopete.com and book in a chat with me and we'll see if we're a right fit. Usually is around improving your communication, improving your process management, and improving your accountability within your business so that we can take away some of the frustration and give you back more freedom. Isn't that why you got into business in the first place? So head on over to speaktopete.com and let's have a chat. I was fortunate enough a number of years ago to be in a mastermind group for a day with Michael Gerber. And he really highlighted these three key systems in the business, which is client fulfillment, client conversion, and lead generation. And it's sort of taking those things that you're doing, deciding which of those three boxes they primarily live in, and then look at, okay, is it something that actually has to be done? Or is it something that we have to do because we don't have something in place that's appropriate for it? The next step from there is then to work out what is it, what can we use? Is it someone else we're using or is it a tool we can use to automate or eliminate that process? Hey, it's Pete and welcome to another edition of the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast designed to help provide the tips and tools that will help you cut through the chaos of running your business and transforming your frustrations into freedoms for your business and life as a leader. Today, I had the opportunity to speak with another Peter. His name is Peter de Villiers, and he is from England, and he's going to chat today a little bit about this idea of how important it is to get rid of your two-minute tasks. They're a cancer on your life as an entrepreneur, and we're going to chat about that. So we're going to dig into that a little bit today with Peter. Hey, Peter, welcome to the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast. It's great to have you here today. Thanks, Pete. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited about our topic for the day here today. And when we first connected and you said, well, maybe it would be neat to do the idea to cure the cancer of a two-minute task. First of all, tell us, Peter, what is a two-minute task? The reason I specifically talk about it as the cancer of two-minute tasks is because it's insidious, and it, mm. it's inside, it's all over every business, no matter how big or small, it's all over the business. And it's anything that you as a business owner or members of your team think constantly, but you're not aware of the fact that you do this repeatedly is it'll only take two minutes. I'll do it myself. Yeah. I'll only take two minutes. I'll do it myself. Or it'll only take two minutes. Do this quickly. It's a bit like water spilling on a floor and it just goes and soon enough, you find out that your business is actually constrained by all these two-minute tasks throughout. I love automations and all the different things around, you know, how you can do that. And one of the, one of my coaches in the past, and actually I had him as a podcast, it hasn't been released yet, but soon to be released. We just chatted last week. His name is Ari Mizell. He has this platform around automations and doing some of these things. And, and he calls it OAO, which is optimize it first, automate it, and then outsource it. And from that perspective, I'm always interested in sort of that process and how to get rid of it. And what's your take on moving ahead that two-minute task? The key thing first is to become aware of it. And I always try for as much of the process as possible to forget about the tools. Let's, mm -hmm. let's, that's the last decision almost. Right. Is to begin with, just pen and paper, 
And then just as you go through your day, write down what you're doing and do that for a week. And then you'll soon realize, well, I'm doing all these little bits and pieces that on the one hand need to be done, but on the other hand, they don't really help the business to move forward. They don't deliver value to customers or anything. It's a bit like static background noise. And that's the first step is once you then just recognize that they're there, you then it's it's the, the reticular activator. Once you know they're there, you'll start seeing them everywhere. Then you can note them down and then you start saying, well, okay, how can I, because there's two sides to the automation of it. Either you automate the task or by using automation, you eliminate the need for that thing to be done at all because lots of those things are being done only because the right systems aren't in place, not because it's a critical task. Yeah, we could be outsourcing it to an automation or like to an actual tool, essentially, as opposed to outsource to either a virtual partner or to somebody else that we're delegating on our team, essentially, but taking it off our plate as leaders. And most of the people listening to this podcast are, are leaders in their businesses and stuff like that. So always thinking about how we can get our time back. And that's why I like this topic today. It's like we need to help these people get their time back. So once once you realize it's there, then what? I then say you you probably want to look at priorities, but you really want to split it into different parts of the business because you don't want to start going scattershot and, and all other place. I was fortunate enough a number of years ago to be in a mastermind group for a day with Michael Gerber of oh. the E-Myth. Yeah, um, which, which was incredible. And, and he really highlighted these three key systems in the business, which is the client fulfillment, client conversion, and lead generation. And it's sort of taking those things that you're doing, deciding which of those three boxes they primarily live in, and then look at, okay, is it something that actually has to be done? Or is it something that we have to do because we don't have something in place that's appropriate for it. And then the next step from there is then to work out what is it, what can we use? Is it someone else we're using or is it a tool we can use to automate or eliminate that process? Yeah, and for people that sort of aren't techies, somebody might say, I'm the only one that knows how to do this. What would you tell them? It is seldom true, (laughs) and and, and you would know this. There there are things, as a leader of a business, there are things that you are uniquely skilled to do. Unfortunately, most of the time, leaders don't spend most of their time doing that. So if, 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 if you feel that it is you're the only one who can do it, then you're doing a disservice to anyone you might employ in the business. That's a, that's a check on yourself to just say, well, actually, there are few things I am uniquely skilled to do. Be aware of what they are and then just let go of the rest. Yeah, I love that. I, I call it love it or leave it. You know, it's uniquely yours. You're really good at it. You're made to do it. You love to do it. It gives you energy. It doesn't take away energy. All of those kind of things and move out the rest, basically. Love it or leave it. And and, uh, and, and, and it happens so often that the the pieces that you want to get rid of it's the kind of work that gives someone else on your team oh, energy. Yeah. It drains sure. you, but it gives them energy. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you do them the favor of saying, well, run with this? Because exactly. the, the truth is, and we don't necessarily always like to admit it, they are likely to do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. 
as simple as something like bookkeeping. I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are still tied down into bookkeeping. And if it isn't your true passion, it's like there are really good bookkeepers who are very detailed and will get this stuff done and they love it. You know, they love doing the both sides and getting the debits and credits together and, and that sort of stuff. And if that isn't you, then that would be one of the things you can release basically. Yeah, you know? definitely. This is not the the be all and end all and this is not the focus of your business the focus mm-hmm. of the business is still the customer experience and the value you deliver to the customer these things are just there as sort of supporting actors and and the the backstage staff to make those things happen so don't put your head down and go into the automation of your business forgetting about what it is you actually want to deliver to your customers I'm excited to announce a new assessment on my website. Are you feeling like you're killing it in some of the areas of your business and life as an entrepreneur, yet maybe not up to your potential in a few others? Slide on over to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com and take the assessment to see what you're excelling at and some of the areas that you can put a plan together to work on so that you'll have an even better future. It only takes about 12 minutes and will open up some ideas to grow your business and entrepreneurial life. You'll find the take the assessment button in the upper right-hand corner of simplifyingentrepreneurship.com. So take the assessment and start building your plan for growth. Tell us a little more on on your thoughts here regarding this idea of the cancer of a two-minute task, and then we'll get in a little bit about Macanta as well. Like I said, it, it's the reason I, I focus on this and us as a business um, focus on this kind of thing so heavily is because it's it's very unseen in businesses and people put up with it for far too long. Mm-hmm. And th- there's always, when, when, you, when you first start looking at it, then you think, well, what's the cost of the software if I'm going to use software? What's the time or opportunity cost of actually putting this in place? And, well, and it's the whole thing with the two minutes. Well, it only takes two minutes. It's just not worth yeah. it. But you very quickly, it doesn't, your business doesn't have to be very big for you to get to a point where you realize, well, actually, yes, here's a two-minute task. If I'm going to automate it, I'm saving two minutes. It's not worth it. But then you realize, well, actually, this is being done 10 times a day, five days a week by 10 people if you have a big enough team and if and you can you can move these numbers around that you've got sure. five tasks but it, it very quickly gets to and 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 we've got this calculation that we we've, we've done where you very quickly get to a point where you realize you are spending 104 without trying you are spending 104 productive working days a year getting these two minute tasks done it's incredible and, isn't it and then suddenly you realize, well, actually, what is it worth freeing up an additional 104 working days capacity in my business? I don't have to do an extra 104 days worth of work, but I'm freeing up that capacity. What will that do for my business and for my customers? And then you realize, actually, no, this really is worth digging into because as your business grows, because it's that whole thing, I'll do, I'll do it when we're a bit more successful. But the problem is... All you're doing, it's like you're blowing up the balloon and there's just more and more of it. And if you get into the habit of doing this early on, you can get those initial savings. And then once you start seeing the impact of it, I can guarantee you don't want to let go. You just, you want to, it's a bit like squashing bugs. You just constantly like there's another (laughs) one and another one and and you find them on a daily basis. And if you, if you get into a process of getting rid of them, it does just transform because then the people who work for you, 
get to deliver their highest value rather than just doing these menial tasks, which often most of the people on your team are overqualified for. And what would you tell somebody then who sees some of these in front of them, but doesn't know where to go next or how to get it done? I would approach it very much. It's quite, I'm always amused by this. As business owners, it's as if a part of our brain shuts down because we all live somewhere. And when the heating breaks down, we know what to do. Yeah, We go and find a heating engineer and ask around and get a reputable one and we get our heating fixed. You don't think about it twice, but for some reason in our businesses, that bit of the brain doesn't come to work. I would start by that, just start asking questions. Someone you know will know someone. And then there's there's things like Upwork, people per hour. There's loads of Facebook groups, everything focused all around this kind of work and how to get it done. It, it won't be hard for you to find someone who can at least point you in the right direction, if not be able to to help you out and get it set up if you're not if if you don't want to take on sort of the the learning of the technical skill of it. That's great. That's great advice. You're one of the founders of Macanta CRM and tell everybody a little bit about Macanta and sort of what they do because I know part of what you do has automations built into and takes away some 2-minute tasks and why don't you just let everybody know what it is Macanta does. At its core Macanta is a no-code platform that allows you to essentially build and configure a CRM bespoke to your business, but without getting involved in the complexity or the cost or the risk of having someone build a custom piece of software for you. And you don't have to write any code. So you would understand CRM, it's your database, some email automation and the like, sales process management, depending on what your business is. But then we take it a little bit further. We've got a very extensive automation engine that allows you to do calculations and internal data updates and you can run with it. But two key pieces that sets us apart from general CRM systems is you create the data model to suit your business rather than saying, well, here's my business. How do I fit it into an existing piece of software? And then a key piece is it knows about the human relationships to the data And therefore, you can drive automation and everything with the intelligence of the human relationships involved rather than it just being contact-centric, which most CRM systems are. Yeah, I love that. On your website, I was going through some videos earlier today, and it kind of really outlined that quite well on how some of that would apply from with regards to how your clients are and the data piece and all the different and, and the other suppliers that are coming in and how they can all be interlinked. So, And that's the whole conversation here today is if we're sending out an email to 30 people, why are we not automating that, right? Or, and, or at uh, least use a template. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> which, exactly. Which, which is a, a micro automation in itself. Yeah. And I mean, there are still so many areas, I think, for so many businesses out there that people haven't even got down to looking at. And I'm really uh, glad we had this conversation today. And I encourage everybody here to think about a couple of those things that will alleviate a couple of those two minute tasks for your job today. And so that you can make it an even better business and help your 
team as well. I mean, that's that's all part of this, right, Peter? It's like we're not only trying to alleviate our time, but we're we're trying to help our team alleviate their time so everybody can move up essentially, right? Yeah, yeah, very Make much. The- and, and they can enjoy coming to work more because they're doing interesting, rewarding work rather than just basic things that a computer can do more reliably. Exactly, exactly. I think that whole idea of let the accountabilities happen at the lowest level is the idea here. And sometimes the accountability is at the lowest level. And sometimes it's going to be actually a lot better done if you just let an automation take care of it, because you know, it's going to happen, right? As opposed to leaving it up to happenstance by somebody on your team, let's say. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, thanks again, Peter. I really appreciate your time. And I'm hoping we'll have a chat again in the near future. Thank you very much. Yeah, we certainly will. Well, that was a great chat with Peter and all around the two-minute task. Think about how you can apply some of the things that he mentioned around getting rid of the two-minute tasks that you have on your plate. Get out that piece of paper. Start writing them down. You can look at automations. There are several great ones out there, If Then That or Zapier, or there's just all sorts of different tools. And you can also think about who can help you. You can go to groups. You can look on LinkedIn. There are so many different people out there. Use a virtual assistant to help you put some of these things in place. Simple tools, even on a platform that I use all the time, which is Google, there are simple automations and frameworks within Google for your email. I mean, email is a great place to start setting up some templates in your email. Lots and lots of great things that you're doing and not even thinking about it. You just do them and do them and do them over and over and over again. So I loved our conversation today. And I think there are so many different areas that you can put this into place, not only for yourself, but for your team. Because if you can save their time, then you're really looking like a hero for them too and taking off those menial tasks and helping them through some of the stuff that they don't want to or they shouldn't be doing as well. So think about all those different areas and start writing as soon as you get off of this podcast. And that's the big thing with Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast. We want to bring you actionable items. So do that list, get started on the road so that you can have an even better business and entrepreneurial life. After all, you lead your business. It shouldn't be leading you. So thanks so much. Always remember, clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. So if you like the podcast, share it with your friends. You can help me out by rating and reviewing this episode and most of all, subscribing to the podcast so that you can hear future episodes. And for more information on what I do at more.coaching and a lot of it's about giving you your time back, different frameworks and systems to do some of the stuff that we were talking about today and a whole lot more, visit more.coach. That's M-O-H-R dot C-O-A-C-H more.coach, or you can email me directly at pete at more.coach. Also, you can find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook as well. So if you're familiar with those platforms, just connect over there and we'll have a chat. And until next time, make it a great day. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.